Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm so thankful that we can spend time together to study the Bible concerning the Holy Spirit. He is one of the most important persons in your life. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn from you. We can know more about the Holy Spirit, our counselor, our helper, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to shine your light from heaven into our heart so that we can understand and practice what we learn, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. I would like to talk about the ministries of the Holy Spirit. I have mentioned in the past teachings that the Holy Spirit is the most important person in our life. He is with us all the time. He loves us, He cares for us, and He brings the will of the Father to our life. He works in us and He works through us. This is why we need to know the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and He never stops working. He knows what is happening in our life, and He loves us so much. He has great concern for our life. This is why it's so important to develop a really close fellowship with the Holy Spirit, learn how to walk and live in the Spirit, learn how to really cooperate with Him be led by Him and serve the Heavenly Father by His help. Acts chapter 11, verses 27 to 29, the Bible says, During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and threw the Spirit. If you read the book of Acts carefully, you will find out that the Holy Spirit was involved in the ministry of the disciple in the early church all the time, constantly. Again, verse 28, one of them named Agabus stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, each according to his ability, decided to provide help for the brothers living in Judea. You notice that the Holy Spirit warned the disciples, the churches in that generation, about the upcoming famine. In the same way, God can help us to understand what's going to happen in the future by the words from the Holy Spirit or the witness of the Holy Spirit on the inside of our heart. He may warn us that we should not go to that city, we should not preach the gospel there, but we go to the other city instead. We should not get involved with this group of people. Or He warned us that we should not invest money in this company, or we should not get married with this person. He guides us and He tells us what to do because He knows the future. I would like to encourage all of you to really be led by the Holy Spirit all the time. If you study about the life of King David, he always inquired of the Lord. 
and asked the Lord what to do next. And that's why the Lord really protected him and gave him victory in every single battle and everything he did. We should be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows everything. He is the all-knowing God. He is the one who anointed Paul and Barnabas to do the work of the ministry. He sent Paul and Barnabas from Antioch into the mission field in Acts chapter 13, verse 2. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, you notice again, the Holy Spirit was involved in the life, in the ministry, and daily living of the disciple in the early church. The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Verse 4, so being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. The Holy Spirit is the one who anointed people in the early church and sent them out. He was the one who ordained people and called people into different ministry. In the same way, in our life, in our local churches, we should not ask people to do the work of ministry by our own idea, by the politics, or because somebody gives you money, or because they are good looking, or because they try to please you. No, no, no. You should be led by the Holy Spirit. You should know the anointing of the Holy Spirit on people's life, and they are called, and they are anointed to do certain things. We should always be led by the Holy Spirit in the life of ministry in the church. That person should be a worship leader because the Holy Spirit anoints him. And the Holy Spirit speaks to the pastor, yes, he is a worship leader. That person should get involved in the children's ministry. We should always be led by the Holy Spirit in the ministry. When we are really anointed by the Holy Spirit, led by the Spirit, guided by the Spirit, the ministry we do will not be a waste of time, but it will be very fruitful. If you notice, the Holy Spirit helped Paul in his ministry. In Acts chapter 13, verses 9 to 12, then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. Again, the Bible did not quote that he had a diploma from Bible school, he was good looking, he is a good speaker. No, he was filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him, Elimus the sorcerer, and said, Oh, fool of deceit and all fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? And now indeed the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you shall be blind, not seeing the sun for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him, and he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had been done, being astonished at the teaching of the Lord. You can see here in the scripture that the Holy Spirit anointed Paul, guided him to say something and perform signs and wonders in his preaching of the gospel. Acts chapter 13, 49 and 52. The word of the Lord spread through the whole region. Verse 52. 
and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Wow, the Holy Spirit was the main person in the early church. He anointed the disciple. He filled them with joy, with faith, with boldness, with power and signs and wonders. I would like the Holy Spirit to be involved with my life, my church, my ministry, and I want Him to be the head of the church. I want Him to guide and really have freedom to do anything. I would like to see the book of Acts again in this generation all over the world, that the Holy Spirit was fully involved in the ministry, in the Great Commission, building the church and performing signs and wonders. The Holy Spirit helped the disciples to make all the decisions. The Holy Spirit gave directions to the church and He should do the same thing today. We should always pray and ask God the Father to show us what to do and He will guide us by the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 15 verse 28, It seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us not to burden you with anything beyond the following requirements. At that time in Jerusalem, there were some argument among the disciples that the born-again Christians need to practice some law like a circumcision or other Jewish law or not. And the Holy Spirit confirmed to the disciples in the church in Jerusalem that we should not force the born-again Christians to really follow the law like that, like uh, the circumcision. So we can see here that the Holy Spirit was leading the early church disciple and leadership to make the right decision according to the will of the Father. The Holy Spirit was very essential for the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ and He is also necessary in our ministry as well. If you want to be fruitful in serving the Lord, if you want to be anointed and to be really effective in the ministry, you should seek to walk with the Holy Spirit, surrender to the leading of the Holy Spirit, be filled with the Holy Spirit and work with Him all the time. Don't try to use your own intelligence, your own ability, and only your own experiences, but always hook up to the Holy Spirit and allow Him to really work with you and let Him be your boss, your master, and your guide. He is indispensable in our life. Christ was born of the Holy Spirit. Christ was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Jesus cast out demons by the Holy Spirit. He received the fullness of His ministry by the Spirit. He performed miracles by the Holy Spirit. He taught, He made disciples, He governed, He offered Himself on the cross and was resurrected by the Holy Spirit. Everything in Jesus' life was really empowered and anointed and guided by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to read many scriptures to show you. Luke chapter 1, verses 34 to 35. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. 
Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ came into the womb of Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit, not by the human way or natural way. Luke chapter 3, 21 to 22. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he, would, he prayed, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Before Jesus went out to do the ministry for three plus years, to make disciples, to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, cast out demons. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit at the Jordan River. You see, before he started the ministry, he needed the Holy Spirit. That's why he commanded disciples to go to Jerusalem or to wait in Jerusalem and receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the fire of God. We, in this generation, need the baptism with the Holy Spirit. We need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit as well if we want to be fruitful in the ministry and in our daily life. Luke chapter 4, 14 to 15, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of Him went out through all the surrounding region. You see, He returned in the power of the Spirit. He did not have any title. He did not come with a diploma. He went out to serve the Father and serve mankind by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he taught in the synagogues, being glorified by all. Verses 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. The ministry of Jesus Christ, our Master, our Lord, our Savior, was really done by the power of the Holy Spirit. We should also do the same thing. We should serve the Father and serve our society, our church, by the power of the Holy Spirit. We need to die to self, don't walk in the flesh, but let the Holy Spirit take control of our life. We surrender to Him. We depend on the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. You can see Jesus did the ministry that he was called to do by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 12, 28, but if I cast demon out by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. One scripture after another scripture after another scripture talk about the ministry of Jesus Christ that was done fruitfully and successfully by the Spirit of God. Casting out demon was done by the Spirit of God. This is why I would like to encourage you to be in the church that welcome the anointing of the Holy Spirit to receive the fullness of the Spirit and the fire of God. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offer Himself unblemished to God, cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death, 
so that we may serve the living God. You can see that the power of the Holy Spirit can clear our conscience and we can really serve the living God. The Holy Spirit will lead us to life and we can use the power of the Holy Spirit to help other people to be set free from the kingdom of darkness. Instead of saying that, God, you give me more, give me more. You should say, God, take more of me. I surrender to you more and you can do more things through me. I will not control you. I will let you work in me, through me, in me more and more. I surrender to you. We need to realize that many believers are disheartened, dejected, and depressed. And they are on the verge of spiritual bankruptcy because they try to do things on their own ability and their own strength. Some problem creep into their life and they suddenly get depressed and get discouraged and they want to quit. The problem in their life become like big giants. Just before Christ returned to heaven, He said, and this side will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. You can see that Jesus want all of us to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues so that we can fight against Goliath or giant is in our life with the power of God. When we have the power of God by the Holy Spirit, giants will become just little locusts that we can just step our feet on them and we can have victory by the power of the Holy Spirit. We will have more faith. We will have more power to really get the job done for God. The reason the church of God and so many people in the church have become so defeated is that it has ignored the most powerful person in the universe. And that is the Holy Spirit. We should not ignore Him. We should not forget about Him. We should not resist Him, grieve Him. We should surrender to Him and depend on His help. Zechariah chapter 4, verses 6 to 7 say, So he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. What are you, O mighty mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become level ground, then he will bring out the capstone to shouts of God bless it. God bless it. You see, we should not depend on our might or on our own power, but we depend on the power of the Holy Spirit and nothing can withstand the power of God who created the heavens and the earth. Throughout God's word, He gives a prescription for breaking the yoke of bondage. It is called the anointing and that is the presence of the Holy Spirit. We break the joke in people's life, the joke of insecurity, the joke of addiction, the joke of poverty, lack, the joke of bad habits, the joke of sickness and curse by the power of the Holy Spirit. I listen to a lot of testimony around the world that when I met people and pray for them, lay hand on them, their 
and the fire of God touched them, the anointing touched them. They got set free. Demons come out of them, many demons. Yesterday I heard one testimony, a young man who was very depressed and wanted to kill himself. He was touched by the fire of God in a camp in Arizona. After that, he vomited, he coughed out and demons come out of him. And he was set free by the anointing. Isaiah 10, 27 say, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden, the burden of the devil upon people's life will be taken away from your shoulder. And his yoke, the yoke of the enemy, the yoke of Satan, demons from your neck. And the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need the anointing. Even Jesus himself, he set the captive free by the Spirit of the Lord. Luke 4, 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, meaning mean Jesus, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, needed the Holy Spirit to set the captive free, to break the yoke in people's life, to remove the burden from their shoulder. How much more we need the anointing. I am hungry. I'm thirsty for more anointing. I yield to the Holy Spirit in everything I do, my habit, my thoughts, my daily life, my ministry. I want to yield to the Holy Spirit. He is the most important person in my life. As God could remove Israel's burdens, so also He will remove the yoke from us. Satan places the heavy yoke upon people and God can set His people free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Matthew 11:30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus said that He want to take the yoke of the devil out and He want to give you peace and joy. 1 John 2, 27, As for you, the anointing you receive from Him remains in you and you do not need anyone to teach you. The anointing means the presence of the Holy Spirit on you can teach you, show you what to do, help you understand the way of God. But as His anointing teaches you about all things and as the anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in Him. The presence of the Holy Spirit or the anointing has always been with us since we were born again and still remain. And we should really depend on the power of the Holy Spirit and let the anointing work in us and through us. Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 2. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to buy the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our Lord God, to comfort all who mourn. Jesus quoted this scripture in Luke chapter 4. The audience at that time at the synagogue in Nazareth was really stunned, shocked. He said in verses 18 to 21 in Luke chapter 4, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive and recovery of sight to the blind, 
to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, Jesus said that what Isaiah said many hundred years ago was fulfilled at this point. I am that man. I am the anointed one. And before Jesus went up to heaven, he said, All authority in heaven and on earth and under the earth has been given to me. I send you out. I give you the power and anointing to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, and to build the kingdom of God. Let us serve the Lord and do His will by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you shall pour your Holy Spirit upon my brothers and sisters and you shall anoint them more and more. Lord, show them how they can yield to you. They can surrender to you. And Lord, help them to be, Lord, humble, to recognize the ministry of the Holy Spirit and to walk in the Spirit, to surrender to the Spirit. Let them experience the guidance, the leading, the wisdom, the power, and the help of the Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you, Father. Anoint them. Bless them indeed. Use them in this generation, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. I pray that God will give you more and more understanding and faith in walking with the Holy Spirit. I hope to see you in other teaching in this series. God bless you. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.